Welcome back to the Open Sites Podcast. My name is Amanda Rowe. I am your host. I am a film writer, a film producer, as well as a student. I am now a podcaster, and I specialize in social media consulting right now on Instagram. If you go check out my account, links are below. And I hope you enjoy this show. This episode is all about comfort zones, so let's go ahead and dive in. So I'm going to throw it back a little bit. I've always been involved with the outdoors. My family is a terrifically outdoorsy type of family, but after high school and starting into college, I kind of fell out of it. I didn't like to be outside in the elements. It was just bothersome to me, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I used to. Honestly, the biggest thing was that there are no bathrooms in the outdoors, and that really bugged me. Anyhow, I didn't like going outside. Um, Fast forward a little bit, and when I was 17, I started hanging out with my current boyfriend, and he's a fantastic guy. We got into shed hunting because that's what he grew up doing, and that's when you got into the woods and you look for the shed antlers from like deer and elk from the previous spring, and it's, to put it lightly, you're just going out into the wilderness. I mean, this is for hunting in all all senses. You're going out into the wilderness hoping to find something that you might see or you might not see. And so to me, I didn't have a guarantee that I was actually going to get something out of going out. I would be distraught because we would go out and you hike so many miles and it's so, you know, physically exhausting and you get back to the truck and you have nothing to show for it other than pain. And... I just was always so bummed because he would always find all the sheds and I wouldn't. And it just, it bothered me. So I got to the point where I really didn't like going. I, every time we did go, I was always, you know, very moody about it because I knew that all I was going to do was go out into the woods and become distraught because I didn't find anything. So that kind of mindset is, it was very toxic for me. I got to the point where I didn't even leave room for hope. At that time, being moody and not wanting to go out into the woods was perfectly okay to me. I thought that I was thinking the right thing, I was in the right mindset, and that he was being mean by making me go out with him and forcing me to exercise and whatnot. So that was me. I think I found three sheds to this day. I'm not very good at it still, but I just had to change my mindset and actually hope for the better of something. So what sucks about where we live in the mountains is that it's mountains. It's not like you're going to walk out into a field and just, you know, it's easy walking. No, it's mountains. So we climb mountains when we go hiking and we look for sheds and when we go hunting, etc. So it's just mountains. I was very out of my comfort zone at that point in my life. I was the kind of girl that would rather be sitting on a couch with my laptop and textbook in hand, doing my homework and not worrying about life and sipping on green tea. And nothing is wrong with that. I'm still kind of that person, but I've learned that you have to keep an open mind to what other people enjoy doing. So I really, really, really tried to change my mindset 
and to try to enjoy going out with him into the woods to go find sheds. From like the age 13 to like 18, I had only hunted turkey. And if you listen to my last podcast, you know that I love hunting turkey. It is my favorite. We typically go out of state to hunt turkey. We go a little bit east from Colorado and it's way easier. There's, I mean, if anything, you have to climb a hill, but it's not a mountain and you go sit in the field and you're blind and you have the option to spot and stock if you want to, but it's way easier. So that's why I enjoyed it so much was just because it was gorgeous. It was green and I just, it was way easier. I didn't have to worry about a lot of things in life. You were close to the vehicle if you needed to be, and there wasn't a lot at stake. So I was still able to be in, you know, a tiny bit of my comfort zone. I was able to sit in a blind and have snacks and be close to the truck. So that was my, I was cool with it. And I just, I wasn't expecting to have a different experience in Colorado. So Last year, I was 19 last year. So at this point, I'm a full-grown adult. I am five foot two. I'm not getting any taller. And I have not hiked in the mountains very much. So I'm out of shape. We go out turkey hunting in Colorado. And it's literally the face of this gigantic hill. And I just, I hurt a lot. My body was in pain. My body hated me. And... It wasn't very fun. So we, you know, get up to our turkey hunting spot and I'm, <laughs> I get up there and it's like, you know, you sit down huffing, puffing and we see turkeys in Colorado. I've never seen turkeys in Colorado before. So I see this Tom peek his head out from behind a tree and all I'm trying to do is to just sit still and not breathe so hard so that I can get my sights on this turkey. And that was the only opportunity that I had. He was gone. Never saw him again after that. That's kind of a a sucky story from my side as far as comfort zones. Because I just was expecting Colorado turkey hunting to be as easy as uh, Eastern Plains turkey hunting. So, it's not. Colorado turkey hunting is very hard. Mountain turkeys are crazy smart. They're crazy intelligent. And I, I respect them so much. I just think they're goofy animals. I think they're uh, dinosaur birds. If you see them run, oh my goodness. They are so goofy looking. So regardless, um, I still love turkey hunting. But that was kind of like one of the experiences that's just like I hated it. Something that I loved doing. I love turkey hunting. I got to the point that turkey season where I did not want to go turkey hunting just because I hated climbing around in the mountains. And it sucks because I love the mountains. I love living in Colorado, but at that point I didn't like putting myself in that much pain for no reward. So over the summer, because turkey season for Tom's only is in the spring, and in the fall you have turkey, tom, and hen tags available. So in the sp- we were hunting in the spring when only tom tags were available. And over the summer, we did a lot more shed hunting and just a lot of working and trying to get back in shape for deer and elk season. Um, This past year, I hunted both deer and elk, and I've never hunted elk before, so that was exciting. And they're just a totally different animal than deer, so it's just, it's really hard physical work. And if you, you know, get something that's really rewarding, 
but I had to train myself that it's not always about the reward. You have to risk something to get the reward, and I wasn't willing to risk anything. I just wanted the reward. So that's why things weren't really working out for me, because I wasn't keeping an open mind to how I needed to address going hunting for other animals and just being out in the woods in general. I knew that I had to change my mindset. I had to figure out some way to tell myself that no matter what, I was going to get something out of each trip into the woods, even if I didn't get anything at all. So what I started doing at that point was taking pictures. And I I am a terrible person to hunt with because people will be walking in front of me. I'll just tell them, you know, hey, you know, stop. You know, just hold still. The light is really good right now. And I'll try to take a picture. And it turns out, you know, I love looking back at pictures because it's just lifestyle hunting. I don't always like looking at trophy pictures of something that people killed. I want to see what people experience. So I tried capturing that essence of being outdoors. And that was what I left with. Every time we went into the woods, whether it was just hiking, shed hunting, hunting, whatever, it was to end up leaving with at least one picture that I could put on Instagram and Facebook or wherever that I really just loved looking at and that I could hold memories to and remember, hey, that time was awesome. I loved hunting because look at this picture. And it worked. So that was awesome. And I ended up filling my Instagram with some really great pictures. And the, the type of followers that I have on Instagram are the type of followers that like looking at trophy pictures of what you killed. They don't like looking at landscape nature pictures as much as they do what you killed. That is just the, the analytics of my Instagram account. And that's just because a lot of my followers are hunters as well. And a lot of them, you know aren't as keen on seeing pretty pictures. So that's that's fine. That's whatever. It's, you know, it's a gathered taste. I love looking at pretty nature pictures, so that's fine. What really bugs me is when I can go out and I just have no pictures. There's nothing pretty to take a picture of. And I that has been happening more and more and more. And it's not just that there's nothing to take a picture of. A lot of times it's because I'm so busy doing other things. I'm so busy, you know, walking fast enough. I don't have time to pull my phone out. Also, another thing is that my phone freezes in the cold. So a lot of times I'll pull my phone out to take a picture and I will get maybe one picture and then my phone dies. So I got to save it for a really optimal moment. And that, that actually did happen. And I do have one picture on Instagram that I pulled my phone out, took the one picture, and that was all that I got. And it was the prettiest picture that I had taken in weeks. So, But that's just in my opinion. And I think, you know, I think my pictures are pretty sometimes, but I know that they're, they're not great. I know that they're oversaturated and overexposed and the lighting is off and that's fine, whatever. But it's my memory. It's, my, it's me just capturing that memory to look back at and say, hey, Remember when we did that? And if I didn't take pictures, I wouldn't always remember it. It's just a reminder to me that, hey, you went out and you got out of your comfort zone. You went out into the woods and you did something. You took a picture. You came back with something. So that was kind of my 
my way to get over hating going outside. I'm not saying that's going to work for anybody, but if you're a girl and you're listening to this, or if you're a guy and you're listening to this, and your significant other, or your parents, or your uncle, you have a friend that always wants to take you out, and you're like, no, no, I don't want to, you know, because you know you're just going to hurt afterwards. Go with a goal in mind. If you like picking up pretty rocks or seeing pretty flowers, go take a picture of it and take your phone and do something that's going to inspire you to go back again and find something. That's just kind of a cool way to get over it. So try it. Let me know what you think. Another instance where that happened is uh, my boyfriend and my dad and I were hiking up to this one cool spot that we'd been looking forward to hiking to. We finally got our guts up to hike up there. We're walking up there and we're just walking, walking, walking. And it's like early fall where the leaves are still super green, but they're also turning colors. So it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. Lots of aspen trees and you just ha- just walking through the woods and just imagine, you know, the sound of the leaves moving and it's just utter silence other than your footsteps and your breathing. And it's just, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. So we're walking along. And my phone is dead as normal because fall in Colorado is clearly too cold for my phone. And I grab my dad's phone and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to take some videos. And I actually have all the video footage still that I'm trying to make time to edit into like a quick 20 second video to inspire you to get outside and take pictures. So I grabbed his phone and I'm like, oh, it's super pretty. So I'm just going to take some videos of, you know, us walking and the way the trees look and all this stuff, and I'm taking these videos, and a bear runs across the path that we're walking on, and doesn't even notice us, and that is just the essence of being outdoors to me. You can be outdoors. We're not in camo or anything. We're just in regular clothes, hiking, and this bear has no clue that we're there. He just meanders across the the road and keeps going, so we intentionally tried to get a little bit more quiet and kept walking up the path at a little bit more of a hustled pace. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving, and there he is again. He has no idea that we're there. He's still walking, butt wiggling, and it's just such an awesome feeling to know that you're outside in nature, and nature has no idea that you're there. I cannot explain to you the feeling unless you're out there and you figure it out yourself. So, that was awesome. And once he did see us, you know, we stopped and we weren't going to approach him any further in case, you know, he did have any sort of aggression. But once he did see us, he was scared and ran away. And that just goes to prove that nature is not always out to get you. It was just so cool being outside and being able to see a bear in nature that's not in our trash can. I've seen plenty of bears in trash cans. Our dog was attacked by some bears and she attacked him back. I'll just go ahead and tell that real quick. So we are all sleeping. It's, you know, middle of the night. We live in the mountains. We have this Australian Shepherd Blue Heeler. And she's probably, I don't know, maybe three or four years old. And she is, was, unfortunately, she passed away this year. But she was the most loyal dog. And we would be outside, you know, shooting archery in the backyard. And there would be coyotes sneaking up on us while we're in the backyard having barbecue. And she would run after them and scare them off and she's just the most amazing dog so it's the middle of the night and all of a sudden she just starts going crazy and we realize you know it must be a bear outside but we had ducks 
So we had a pen outside with some ducks in it. And we were little, so they were just pet ducks. We were like, oh no, you know, the bear is trying to get to the ducks. So we crack the door to see what's going on. And she slips out and runs out and attacks this bear and just is mauled. You know, we just hear the bear and the dog and just silence. So I was inside and trying not to freak out too much because, again, even back then it was trying not to get my hopes up that she was alive because I knew that she probably wasn't alive. So we have the Division of Wildlife come. All of the neighbors are out. The dog is gone, can't find her. And it was just scary because it's, you know, where is she? Is she dead in the yard somewhere? Are we going to be outside playing? I have three sisters. Are we going to be outside playing? We're going to find our dead dog. And so I was just pissed at this bear. And the bear had two cubs, so obviously she couldn't be shot or anything. And she climbed to the tree right above our ducks and was just chilling up there. It, it took hours to get her out. We eventually just went to our friend's house and hung out and waited for everything to finish happening. Um, later on in the day, and I can't tell this part of the story accurately, but somehow someone ended up seeing her running down the farmer's fence line, the dog, and... Um, my mom and my grandma went after her, and she had lost all of her memory. She got whacked in the head and didn't remember us, didn't remember where she lived, and she was just wandering around. So it took her a couple days to really get her wits back around her, and we had to take her to the vet and get her, you know, some stitches and get sewed up. And she was alive, though. It was crazy. So ever since then, even she wouldn't go to that part of the yard where the bears and the ducks were because she was too scared of it. And she was such a brave dog. So me as a little kid, I was terrified as well. So I always hated bears. I had this stigma out for them and I just did not want to associate myself with bears ever. So seeing a bear, you know, in the wilderness at that age, it was like kind of almost a, a making peace sort of thing because this other bear was so violent to my memories and then this bear that we saw on this path was uh, very docile peaceful and that doesn't mean that all bears are docile it doesn't mean that all bears are violent I mean clearly this mama bear and her two cubs wanted to eat some ducks fine so it's just part of being in the mountains and living with nature and having livestock in your yard that doesn't mean that they need to be hunted and doesn't mean that they don't need to be hunted. It's just part of nature. That's kind of a cool story, but that video with the bear footage, it's not great because I was, you know, trying to walk fast, but hopefully I'll get that edited and I'll put a little video up for you guys on my Instagram account at least. To go back to square one, comfort zones. I really struggled with finding my comfort zone in the outdoors. Even just a year ago, I hated being outside. I worked out regularly, but I didn't like putting myself into situations where you could get lost outside. I'm still not the type of person that will go out by myself. I'm too small of a person to be able to do that. So I know a lot of you listening either are followers on Instagram and you know that I'm crazy into the outdoors now, you're my neighbor, shout out to my neighbors who are listening to my podcast, and I don't know how well you are with your comfort zone in the outdoors, and I know that I'm talking to people that I go to school with who also 
I'm not sure how crazy you are into the outdoors. I know I'm talking to random people that have never even met me, and you think I'm crazy and I'm some short girl who's starting a podcast hoping to get somewhere in life who's crazy into the outdoors. That is my goal. But my goal is also to tell you and to show you that you can have and break any comfort zone that you want to also. If I can be a couch sitting, green tea sipping, classic white girl and be able to get myself to move my butt into the outdoors and get to loving it, then you can too. And that doesn't mean that you have to be totally obsessed with the outdoors like I am. It just means that I'm asking you to have an open mind when you're listening to this podcast and think that I, at one point in time, was just a regular person who hated outside and loved being in the city. If that's you, if you're a girl listening to this and you know that you want to get into the outdoors, if you're a guy listening to this and you know that you want to get into the outdoors but you don't know how, then keep listening. I want to tell you guys how it is that you can become a great spokesperson for being outside and to have an open sight, open mind on how to go about having conversations with people about, oh, you listen to that girl's hunting podcast? You know, don't you hate hunting? Well, I want you to be educated and I want you to be able to approach conversations with your friends and your family with, you know, oh, you want to start hunting? You know, why is that? You know, and if they have any negative comments about hunting, I want you to be able to be educated enough to have a well-rehearsed, intelligent conversation with other people. And it's not about speaking down to people either. It's just I want to inform people. So many people are uninformed on what the benefits are with hunting and the you know pros and cons and the types of people that are good hunters and the types of people that are bad hunters. And if you know someone that's a bad hunter, don't listen to them. I know so many people that are terrible hunters, and that doesn't mean that they're bad at going out and harvesting an animal. It means that they cheat to win, and it means that they do unlawful things in order to harvest something to put in their freezer or to just kill a trophy, and I am not that person. I want you to know right now that I am not the type of person that will unlawfully do anything, anything. I am straight as an arrow, and I do not want you to associate yourself with people who do that. I will have a a future podcast on that as well, on the ethics, the natural ethics of uh, hunting, being outdoors, and respecting wildlife and respecting nature when you're out there. So that is on the horizon. But right now, I just want you to focus on your comfort zone. I want you to focus on what is going on in your life right now, even if it's not related to the outdoors. If you're a high school student and you want to pursue something, if you're a college student and you want to pursue something, if you're an adult and you want to pursue something and it is out of your comfort zone, if you're not ready for it, do it anyhow, I swear. I never thought I would start a podcast and here I am, I'm on iTunes, I never thought I would have over 3,500 followers on Instagram and here I am with over 3,500 followers on Instagram. I never thought anything ever, it was just I thought I was going to have a career like a regular person, and here I am, defying odds of everything, 
and I want you to do it too. That one thing that you've been wanting to do, if you've been wanting to start a podcast, find your niche, find your story, and start a podcast. If you want to start a YouTube channel, do it. If you want to start taking pictures, do it. Even if you have a bad phone, do it. I don't care. So that, I'm getting so heated about this. So I just want to motivate you guys. I want you to do something that you've never done before. And if you do, if you go do something, if you've never been into a sportsman's store, if you've never been into Cabela's or Bass Pro, go in, check it out. There is more than just what meets the eye on the outside. I love going into those stores. If you've always wanted to try fishing but never have this summer I I mean I used to be the type of person that had to have someone else put my lures on for me because I didn't know how to tie the knots I learned how to do it and I love fishing by myself now so do it just do it if you have anything that you have questions on that you know that I do ask me about it if you do anything that is out of your comfort zone I want to know let me know and tell me your story so that is all I have for you today I am really, really into comfort zones and I, I have, you know, so much social anxiety about certain things, but you got to do it anyhow. I, I mean, I hate going and getting my oil changed because I don't know if the mechanic walks up to you at your vehicle or if you go and, I mean, I don't know. I have social anxiety about it, but you got to do it anyhow because everyone needs that oil change. So that is what I'm telling you. If you need an oil change in your life, Go get it, not just for your vehicle, for yourself, change it up. If you want to try a different type of coffee, try a different type of coffee. If you've never tried green tea before, go try green tea. I love chai tea too, so just do it. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. And if you want, get into the outdoors while you're at it. So anyhow, that's all I have for you today. As always, if you like what I talked about today and if you think it could benefit someone you know, share it with them. Let them know. Tell them to subscribe. And if you really did like this episode, leave me a review, specifically on iTunes. Um, the better ratings I can get, the more people that are going to see this. So that is my goal. I want to let as many people know as possible that this is what I'm talking about and that it can benefit people. So leave me a review on iTunes. Let me know how you like it. Subscribe if you do. Tell your friends about it. I look forward to having you listen in next time and we're going to talk about some more great stuff. I'm not going to tell you what it's about though. So you're just going to have to come back and listen. Um, anyhow, it is two days before Christmas right now. So after this is going to be edited, it's going to be Christmas, but that doesn't matter. I want you to have a happy holiday, have a happy new year and that is, oh my gosh. So, okay. I have to stop. I, I just, I have to do this. So new year, if you have a resolution, oh my goodness. So this comfort zone thing, if you have something that you've been wanting to do that you want to do, make it your new year's resolution and do it. Okay. That is all. I'm going to stop now. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.